Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple in Under 10 Minutes. I am your host, Anthony Vecino, joined as always by my partner, Dan Kruger. And today we're going to be simplifying the always confusing internal rate of return, the IRR. Dan, what is the ER and why should I care about it? That's an excellent question, Anthony. I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Because I just happen to have a beautiful, a beautifully simple example whipped up, ready to go to illustrate this This. Uh, uh, this concept in action. So internal rate of return. Wow. You came prepared to this totally random conversation we didn't prepare for at all. I'm amazed. I was not prepared at all. I just carry this around in my pocket. So what is IRR? What is internal rate of return? Uh, it's a metric that measures return, if you can't tell from the name. However, the nuance here that separates it from the pack of other return metrics is that it takes into account the time value of money, meaning a dollar received today is worth more than a dollar received tomorrow. So really to extrapolate this point a little bit farther, we could look at two examples, uh, two example deals side by side, two very different deals. One, a development deal uh, in which you're putting money to work on time zero and you don't get any returns until year five. It takes a while to build the building and lease it up and actually start generating cash flow. The alternative deal would be a deal that is uh, an operating asset now that you're going to buy, add value to, do a cash out refi, let's say in year two, and then continue to hold until year five when you sell. So you're getting cash flow from the operations, then you're getting cash from the refinance in year two, and you're getting your um, payout at the end when you exit. So if we put those two deals side by side, and the, the important part is you make the exact same number of dollars in both deals. Uh, the only difference is one of the deals is going to pay out slowly over time, and the other deal you don't get anything to the way end. So we're going to throw it up on the screen to illustrate it, but there is a pretty noticeable difference in the IRR on these two deals. Even though if you look at them, you're making the same number of dollars within the same period of time. So I'm going to share my screen real quick here so everybody can see this beautiful example. So if you guys are listening while you're driving, you're on the podcast, pure audio format, you don't have any sense for what you should be seeing here, I'll, I will describe it. Dan has pulled up a beautiful spreadsheet. Um, it looks like he spent days fine-tuning this, and it is glorious. We've got a dark gray <laughs> band that says IRR, and then year zero, year one, year two, year three, all the way up to year five. And then, then we have two deals modeled here. In the one deal, we have the development deal, which is you don't get any cash until year five. Uh, but in year five, you're going to get $200,000 in return for your $100,000 investment. So you have doubled your money in five years. Yay, really good. And deal number two, as Dan explained, it's a little bit more complex. It's more akin to what we do with value-add multifamily deals. So every year, you're going to be getting an 8% cash-on-cash return. So for year one, two, three, and four, and five, you're getting $8,000 uh, in distributions. In year two, 
after we've added the value to the property, we're going to do a cash out refinance and we're going to return, let's say, 60% of your equity that you invested. So you invested $100,000. So now we're giving you back in year two a check for $60,000. And then in year five, we're going to sell the property. And in that point, we're going to give you know whatever the proceeds are from that. So in this case, it's $108,000. So that at the end of five years in this value add deal, you have also earned the same amount that you would have in the development deal, that's 200,000. You've doubled your money. Now, the IRR is vastly different in the development deal where you're getting all the money at the end. It's a 15% IRR, which is strong. That's a great return. But in the value add deal where you're getting the cash flows, you're getting the cash out refinance, your IRR is actually 22%. So 7% better just because of when you're receiving the funds. And that's the really important thing to understand with the IRR is it takes into account the time adjusted value of money. As Dan pointed out, money today, a dollar in pocket today is worth more than a dollar next year. There's a couple of reasons for that. One, inflation, you know, the inflation just keeps going up and up, up the cost of living, the, the value of the dollar goes down. Utility, a dollar in the hand right now, you can go out and buy something with it. Whereas a theoretical dollar, you can't buy anything with that. And then the most important aspect when it comes to the IRR is it assumes when we get that dollar back today, we can start investing it and that dollar can start earning its own dollars. And that's the real beauty of the value add multifamily uh, types of deals that we do. Because we're getting a big chunk of our money back throughout the deal, we can keep reinvesting it and getting that flywheel really flying fast. Yeah, it's a really powerful concept. And I think it's tough to uh, imagine you know, exactly how big of a difference it makes being able to uh, extract some of your equity prior to sale to go out and do other deals. Um, that's how you can really increase the rate of progress, whether you're investing passively or actively. The sooner you get to reload and redeploy capital, um, the better. So it's a really powerful little metric. And, and IRR is the gold standard by which we evaluate deals because it allows you to compare apples to oranges because it's just saying, hey, what is my total uh, time value of money returns here? And it could be I'm looking at a stock. It could be I, I've invested in some alpacas. I have a multifamily deal over here. I can compare them and say this one's a 17%, this one's 13%, and it, and it crosses those boundaries and it makes sense to compare. Whereas some of the other metrics like cash on cash or just equity multiple, that doesn't really help. It doesn't paint a picture. The IRR really gives you the, the best snapshot of what that deal uh, really stands to return. Sometimes you'll hear people talk about the annualized rate of return and you'll see really gigantic numbers and those can be all great and everything, but that wouldn't paint you the picture. Like you would end up with the same AAR for these two deals, whereas the IRR is vastly different. So it's a pretty complicated metric. It's maybe the most complicated. It's not a number that you can just calculate in the back of your head. You need to use a spreadsheet uh, like Excel or Google Sheets and use their formula to calculate this. But that is the internal rate of return. I think it's really important to, to, to talk about this because a lot of people think that it's just the average return over the whole period, which is not the case. Not the case. The average return does not factor in the time value of money. That's the big difference. So, Money today, super valuable. Get it, get it in your pocket and that way you can put it back to work. Don't just go spend it. That'd be silly, right? Like the IRR assumes in its formulation that you are taking that money and reinvesting it at a reasonable rate, at a discounted rate, whatever we decide that is, right? It's not saying, hey, you're getting your money back and just go and put into a Lamborghini. Don't do that. I mean, unless you're going to let me drive it. So, Or maybe you're going to do like a, a rental thing. You're going to buy the Lambo, rent it out by the day and 
hey, we might have a new business model here. Yeah, I got a couple of Lambos we can rent out. Stick, stick with me. It's like multifamily, <laughs> but for Lambos. <laughs> yeah. Only problem is these assets depreciate immediately. So Yeah, it's hard to add value to a Lamborghini too. Like you could put a new spoiler on there, maybe some racing stripes to make it go faster, but not much you can really do to drive that NOI. So that's going to do it for us this week. We are way off topic. Yeah, we are really into the weeds there, guys. But we are still under 10 minutes. So that's going to do it for us with Multifamily Investing Made Simple in under 10 minutes. Before you leave, do us a favor because you got an extra couple minutes. Just you don't know what to do with yourself. Go over to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go wherever you're listening to this. And do us a huge favor. Drop us a review. It helps the algorithms, helps spread the word, and it gives us feedback. It lets us know how we're doing. If you have critical feedback, we'll take that. But uh, preferably you drop a five star because look how look how pretty look how pretty we are. Don't we deserve five stars? Okay, that's it. That's it for me begging on my knees for the reviews. Please do it. But good. No, that's all right. We still love it. And uh, we'll catch you next week, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.